Welcome to Boobs Aren't Worth Dying For, the podcast dedicated to integrative health and healing from breast cancer and breast cancer treatment using the best of conventional and natural medicine. Your host, Deborah Beaumont, is an advanced practice nurse, functional medicine practitioner, and fellow breast cancer survivor. Hi, welcome to today's episode of Boobs Aren't Worth Dying For. My name is Deborah Beaumont. I'm your host. I'm an advanced practice nurse and functional medicine practitioner, and I'm a breast cancer survivor. In today's episode, I really want to talk to you about functional medicine because it's an area that's becoming more known and more accessible to people, and yet I think there's a lot of misunderstanding or just lack of information about what it is. And I wanted to talk about that today because I think it's something that can be really valuable in supporting women as they're on this journey and in this process of recovering from breast cancer and recovering from breast cancer treatment. Actually, that's one of the areas where I think functional medicine can be the most valuable is after you've finished chemo, after you've finished radiation and surgery, and you're in that phase where you're trying to get your health back. It's not just treating the cancer, but really the focus needs to be on your overall health and sometimes correcting imbalances and health issues that you may have because of treatment. And that's something that I think gets discounted or ignored in our traditional medical system. I have talked to practitioners and talked to places that run oncology programs, and they've talked about needing to develop survivorship programs and address these health issues of survivors. And yet that can be really difficult and challenging to do because the real focus is on the number of people who are in active treatment. One of the things that got me really interested in exploring functional medicine and a more holistic approach is that I would talk to survivors who so frequently talked about the fact that they felt like they had a lot of attention and they had a lot of support and they had a lot of information while they were in treatment. And then they got to that point, which feels really good and empowering at the time where they ring the bell and, you know, they finish chemo or radiation. And all of a sudden, it's like everything stops. All of, you're not seeing your doctor or your practitioners weekly or every other week. Oftentimes, it's a prescription to come back in three or six months or as the further you move out, come back in a year and get testing and get blood work drawn and we'll look at the highs and lows and, you know, try to figure out whether or not you're having any symptoms of recurrence. But all too often, the long-term management of recovery is to take some pretty intense and caustic medication, come back for periodic checkups, and hope that symptoms don't come back. I don't know about you, but that was a breaking point for me because I kept asking my doctors what I needed to do, what I could do, what kind of things I needed to address, and they couldn't give me anything other than take these prescriptions and hope that it doesn't come back. After we've been through all of this and after we've made these really tough choices, I really believe that we deserve more and we need more. Part of that healing isn't just looking at your labs and abnormal numbers, a large part of the healing is dealing with the uncertainty, that lack of clarity, that fear of recurrence. I don't know about you, but I've spent way too many nights up at three in the morning Googling some vague symptom I had, being afraid that it was uh, a sign or that cancer was back fearing that every ache and pain was a recurrence. That uh, is something that I think is there to some degree for most people. And part of recovery and resuming life afterwards is, is 
learning how to deal with that. And one of the ways that I find is effective to deal with that is is feeling more in control of your health and actually making the changes in your life that you are in control of your lifestyle, your sleep, your uh, nutrition, what you eat, how you eat, uh, how you handle stress. All of those things are addressed in a functional medicine perspective and I think can be really important while you're in this process. I think more than anything, I really feel strongly about empowering women to ask questions. All too often, for no fault of our own, I mean, through fear and anxiety and lack of experience, we don't know what questions to ask. And we can be hit with a lot of information and have to make choices very quickly with very limited information. And it can be really overwhelming. So I think learning to stop and take a breath and do some reading and research and reach out to people can be really helpful in figuring out what your health plan recovery is going to look like. I think more than anything in trying to make a distinction between a functional medicine approach or an integrative approach and a traditional approach is to really focus on the fact that um, a functional approach is actually going to really heavily look at diet modification, lifestyle changes. It's going to be very education-based. But the benefit of that is that I think it can give you peace of mind. It can allow you to have a little bit less anxiety and maybe sleep at night because you feel in control of your health. One of the reasons that people oftentimes will find a functional medicine practitioner is because they're in the traditional medical system and it's not working for them. The prescriptions aren't working. They're, they're oftentimes creating other problems. One of the things that I often look at is how people's medication or prescriptions can be creating the very problems that they're experiencing. One of the very common associations I see is when people are prescribed statins for high cholesterol. For purposes of this podcast, I'll just say that statins can often create uh, very low energy, can create joint and muscle pain, and can create brain fog. So if those are symptoms that you're dealing with, that may not necessarily be because of the cancer. It may be because of the medication that you're on. And there may be other ways to address lowering cholesterol without taking a medication that's going to give you such serious side effects. The fact is, is that this recovery process can leave people really frustrated, really confused, and really suffering a lot. And not all of that has to be considered normal or just a reflection of the fact that you had cancer. Sometimes it's a reflection of the treatment. And as a functional practitioner, I try to help people correct that underlying imbalance. And I think that's what most practitioners are doing. Doctors don't necessarily have that information, so you may have to be the person that's educating them, which I think is kind of a novel idea for many people. More than anything, I can just think of many clients who have a feeling that something just isn't right or that there's something more. When they're looking for that something more, that's what generally will take them out of traditional medical care. I don't believe in being anti-Western medicine. I don't believe that a completely alternative approach, particularly in the area of cancer, is going to be what most people are looking for. I believe that there's a place in between. And so what I would encourage is for you to find an integrative doctor or an integrative health coach that can support you in this or to find a functional practitioner. But I would really caution you to stay out of the extremes of either side, where one side does not support 
your other treatment. The thing that I hate most is when I talk to patients who feel put in the middle. I had a woman describe to me once her doctor was telling her the problem she was having was because of the alternative treatment she was doing. The alternative practitioner was telling her it was because of her standard treatments. And she just felt immobilized and felt caught in the middle. The work that we did was really just to get her to really look at all of this and figure out what was important in terms of her management and what she felt was going to support her in moving forward and giving her a voice in the process. That's one of the problems is that we turn our power over to practitioners, particularly when you get diagnosed with cancer, because it's so frightening. It's so overwhelming. We all want answers, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that it's not particularly helpful. Unfortunately, there's not one answer that is going to apply to everybody. In closing, I just want to say that a large part of my job, and I think what I hear from functional medicine practitioners and coaches that I work with is that they really help their clients understand their options. For me, I really feel like one of the main things I do is help people make sense of all the conflicting information, you know, sort through it all and find out what resonates with them. So I'd like to offer you that as a listener. If you have questions or if you'd like to talk about your own personal concerns, you can reach me by email at RadicalHealthRN at gmail.com. You can reach me through my website, MindBodyNutritionRN.com. I offer free consultations. All too often, we find out that we need something more when you're starting to encounter problems, particularly with some of the treatment options and some of the medications. So I hope this podcast and I can be a support to you in that process. And I hope you'll reach out if you have questions. Thanks so much. And until our next podcast, take care. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or feedback, you can reach Deborah at RadicalHealthRN at gmail.com or her website, www.MindBodyNutritionRN.com. You can also find us on Facebook under Boobs Aren't Worth Dying For. For future episodes, subscribe on iTunes, where you can also leave positive reviews. Until next time.